0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome and hello. I'm glad you could join me. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger at dansfish.com. We do this every Wednesday at 7 p.m. mountain time. That's 9 Eastern for those that don't know where the real mountains are. Anyway, glad you could join us. Um, I changed the setting here. It keeps telling me that my bit rate was too high, so I lowered the bit rate. Um, Does it look okay? Does it sound okay? Let me know. And uh, if it doesn't, I'll I'll change it back to how we had it the last few streams. But um, yeah, YouTube keeps yelling at me that the bitrate's too high. Please lower your bitrate. So I did. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Swamp Thing. Whoa, that was punctual. Yeah. Wait, it says that it's higher than it wants now too. The stream's current bitrate is higher than the recommended bitrate. Well, I don't know what to tell you, YouTube. We're just going to go. We're just gonna go like it is. All right. Well, welcome everybody. Happy holidays. Last live stream of 2021. Um, it's been an interesting year. In some ways, I'll be really glad to put it behind me <laughs> with all the craziness of COVID and all that that was still, that's still going on. Um, but in other ways, it's been a really good year to me. So I've got mixed feelings about 2021. Um, But 2022, we'll see. I'm I'm hoping for big things for 2022. Normally, I start out with a shipping report, but since it's so close to the holidays, we have not been shipping just because that gets into dangerous territory because of shipping delays that happen around Christmas and New Year's. So we just aren't doing that. So I don't have anything to report. So far, so good. says... Okay, it says I can open a widget here to fix, yeah, it's not opening anything. All right, anyway, I'll, I'll look into the stream bitrate later. Um, let's see, your Chevy Fish here. Chevy Fish, if you're here, would you leave a comment so I can work some, some magic with the wrench? Um, So I don't have a shipping report today, which throws me off my game a little bit. So I'm going to start with a warehouse report. Now, for those that want detailed information on how the new fish warehouse build is coming, um, we do that in the the newsletter. So on January 1st, we will release the newsletter for um, the next uh, year, (laughs) for the next month. And uh, that'll have a detailed report I went over today and I made a video. Um, We have a generator powering the lights. So I was actually able to show things in in pretty good detail, I think. So that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been so dark in there that it's been hard to show. But I I think I showed it in pretty good detail. So if you go to dancefish.com and uh, head head down to the bottom of the homepage, you can see the newsletter there. Or if you want to get it automatically every month, you can subscribe and it'll, it will be emailed to you once a month. So, but the, the general thing is that we are, sorry, my nose has an itch. Oh, oh man. Normally I'd ignore that and just keep going, but that was too itchy. Couldn't do it. Um, basically what we're waiting on right now is the utility company. So we're almost to the point where we can't do any more on the construction of the building on the inside until the utility company connects the power. Oh, hang on, Is the stream health. Ah, stream health went down, shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Hang on, let me check something here. Settings, stream, video. Okay, output. 2,500 kilobytes per second. Okay. I don't know what to tell you, YouTube. Hopefully it comes back soon. Hopefully it's not buffering in your faces right now. Anyway, so I talked to the contractor today. They don't know exactly when the utility company will will hook up. They have to drop a transformer in. So we've run all the data, gas and um, electricity to the street and we've got our pad put down, we have our cabinet put down um, and all that, we just aren't plugged in. So they have to put in a transformer. He said, the contractor said he hopes sometime in January, (laughs) I hope early January, like next week, but uh, I I have no control or no real sense of it neither does the contractor. Uh, The utility company won't give us a specific time. So that's what we're waiting on. Uh, the electrician's still doing some work inside. They're still wiring um, some strips of outlets and getting some things done. But they're getting close to being done on their end. And once they're done, uh, we can't move forward because the big water treatment equipment that's going inside the building. Um, that can't freeze and so we can't we can't put it in the building until we get heat we can't get heat until the utility company hooks us up so hopefully we don't just grind to a halt here Um, they were supposed to start working on the surface well they did a little bit they put in some barriers in the creek to mark off where they're going to uh, excavate the creek and get some things done but um, they haven't started actually digging it i think it's just too darn cold Uh, We had lows of like negative six here this week. It it has not been warm. So it's what I call a snot freezer. When you walk outside and the air is so cold, it literally freezes the inside of your nose when you breathe. (laughs) You have to wrap a scarf over your nose. Um, Yeah, it's interesting weather, but hopefully they'll start next week. It it also might just be because of the holidays. I'm not sure if it's because of the cold or because of the holidays, but um, that hasn't been done yet. So My hope is that um, after the holidays, we'll have some quick reports for you of progress. But so far, we're getting to the point where there's not much more we can do until we get heat hooked up. So that's where we're at with that for all those that are wondering. I I don't have a completion date. I don't even have a when we'll have power date. Um, Well, I do have a completion date. (laughs) It was July of 2021, so that's the, that's, the, that's the completion date, July of last of this year. Yeah, a few months ago we'll be done. <laughs> anyway, that's what we have for you. Um, we do have an amazing import of fish coming in on uh, the 12th, January 12th, so stay tuned. We'll be talking about that and keeping you all updated about that as it comes in. So the 12th is a Wednesday, right? So it won't actually, okay, so it it won't actually be here until the 13th. Okay, so I'll keep you up to date on that. And hopefully if everything goes well, we can list stuff for sale um, at the end of January. For those that are waiting for L471 Mini Snowball Plecos, we have a bunch of those coming. Uh, We ordered some Ocelots, we ordered some Super Whites, some of the things that people have been asking for. So hopefully we'll have... I mean, I don't know for sure if they'll arrive until they arrive, and I don't know what shape they'll arrive in until they arrive either, but hopefully it all goes well and everything comes and is in good shape, and we'll go from there. So that's it. That's what's going on on the home front. Besides that, you know, we celebrated Christmas with the kids. Kids make Christmas super fun because it's it's magical to them. There's Chevy fish. Let's see here. All right, Chevy fish, you should have some power now. Let's see. Oops, is that the right person? It keeps moving. Chat's moving. (laughs) Hang on, let me. Yeah. All right. There you go, Chevy Fish. You look good in blue. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. welcome. (laughs) Did Dan push? Did Pam push Dan's buttons? Yeah, always. Oh, it's buffering. Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay, I'm going to go back to. Change the bit rate. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. I don't know what to do. We just have really bad internet right now, I think. So I'm going to keep going. It says stream health is excellent, but we're buffering. So that's interesting. That's what you mean. By uh, is is Pam pushing my buttons? <laughs> ah. Oh, we have some Super Chats. Alexander Englehart throwing down a Super Chat. Here's the two weeks of 100% on-time deliveries in a row. That's right. That's right. The last two weeks, no losses, and all the deliveries were on time. Let's celebrate. (laughs) Thanks, Alexander. I very much appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Kelly Foreman, just checking in for a second to wish everyone a a happy New Year. I'll catch you on the replay. All right, Kelly. Thanks for being here. If there is a replay, like... If the internet keeps acting up like this, we might we might have to uh, end this quicker than we want. So it says to me it's still buffering, and that you can't see me, but I'm getting chat. Can you see me? Okay, I just left the chat, wondering if you can see and hear me. If someone could answer. Um, if you can, then I'm just going to refresh everything on my end. I think there's I think it could use a refresh. Sorry about the technical difficulties, folks. that's just how it is. We can see and hear you. okay, that's funny because look, here's what I'm seeing. It's showing me that I'm buffering like crazy. Okay. Well let's do this. We'll do this with you guys watching. We'll try to refresh see if that fix it. Okay, will that fix it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. And I think we're back. Good. Full power. Boom. Okay. Cool. I guess that'll work. We'll keep going. It's not receiving the video. Okay. I have to change a bitrate thing. I don't think it liked what I did when I changed the bitrate, even though it's the one that asked me to change the bitrate. Okay hopefully that will make it happy sorry folks i'm just trying to roll with the punches here okay saw another super chat here that i missed skippers aquariums hey good to see you skipper sorry dan i have to lurk i have to take care of sick tanks oh no that's not fun do not send me the principals to the principal's office yet. too late to the principal with (laughs) you thanks skippers aquariums appreciate it happy holidays Ah, it's doing it again. Man, I'm sorry, everyone. I don't know what is going on with our internet. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Are we back? I did a, a wipe and restarted, just all over again. Okay, okay. So far, we're back. I don't know if it's gonna stay. So let's do let's do a giveaway right. We'll start the giveaway right now. So let's see if we can get through that. <laughs> okay, we're back. I don't know if it'll stay good. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So far, it's liking what I did. So, okay. So the giveaway tonight is for some, um, they call them Horned Sunset Gara. Um, they, they have this funky face, like they get, uh, that's by Cornata. That's not the one, um. Here we go. That kind of looks like it. That, that looks like it right there. They get this kind of horn right here, which is funky, right? And they call them sunset just because they get this little bit of orange, I guess, in the body. The truth is they're not a, a super colorful fish by any means. They're agara. However, oh, yeah, here's, here's a good picture. This is a close-up of one of the fish we have right now. It's got kind of the horn developing here and here. Um, no color yet, but it's got the horn. So they're a really interesting fish. We have a horde of them to send to a winner. They're they're like a pandagara in, in the way they, you know, the clean algae. They're a great algae eater. Um, they're really interactive, uh, enthusiastic fish like a pandagara, temperament wise. So if you like pandagara, you might like this one as well. Different color and um, all that, but same algae eater and same kind of niche as as those. So, if you would like to win some horned gara, then it's pretty simple. Just enter hashtag gara in the chat. That's hashtag g a r r a in the chat, and we'll send you a big box of them. We, we've got quite a few. Hashtag g a r r a if you'd like to win some. Now, we'll. Yeah, if hopefully the stream is stabilized now and we can just go as per normal. Uh, sorry about the rough start. I really have no idea what's going on. Um, maybe it's those changes I tried to make, or maybe something else is going on just with local internet. I'm not sure. But um, if we do have another blip, then we'll just do the giveaway and get off because uh, there's nothing worse than trying to sit through an hour and a half of glitchy stream ain't nobody got time for that right so but if it uh if it continues doing well then we'll kind of let's pretend the stream just started right now <laughs> and, and we'll go through it so thanks to everyone that, that hung out and got through that with me sorry about that gara of the sand says color guppies yeah they love sifting through sand and scraping algae and stuff off of anything pretty much anything at all all right so I talked about the shipping report, which there isn't one because we didn't ship, um, and talked about the warehouse update. Besides that, in the import coming in, it's been pretty quiet here. We do have a new employee that will be joining us uh, next month, we think. They're in the process of getting the move and, and getting a place to live and all that. Um, so that's pretty exciting and things are moving on. So if that employee can, can get here and get, um, up to speed before we move into the warehouse, then we'll be in, in great shape for that move. Um, besides that, we've been doing like end of year reports. We have a meeting tomorrow to finalize our financials and get all that done and um, include all those latest financials in, in the model to see, you know, where we're at and how things are going and get more up to date on that. I will be crunching a um, arrival live, stay alive, stay alive, uh, New statistic for you guys, so we can see how we did in 2021. I think it was pretty darn good, but I haven't actually crunched those numbers um, since like September. So well, it's it's a process. So I'll get in there, crunch all that. And next live stream, I should be able to tell you guys how we did. So I'm looking forward to kind of giving you a report next week about 2021 how it went for us. And uh, it's been a pretty good year business-wise of a weird year in a lot of ways i couldn't get a lot of supplies um construction has been jacked up just because materials costs and materials availability um when i think of the year as a whole i probably chose just about the worst year ever to go try to build something (laughs) to go build a new shop right (laughs) so just my luck but we'll power through it anyway that's what's going on in my neck of the woods um Let's see what's going on in your neck of the woods. And we'll do that by getting to your super chats. First, I want to thank my moderators for being here and doing what they do. Um, Punchy Paints, are you going next? If you are, I wanna I wanna shout that out and let everyone know. So let me know if you're going next. And while we're waiting for Punchy Paints, we'll scroll up and start looking for questions and comments. If you have a question or comment for me, if you would make it at Dance Fish so that it highlights for me, that would be that would be much appreciated. When you do that, it turns bright orange for me, like these bright orange boxes, and I'm much more likely to see it and respond to it. Let's start with Mikey M. I visited Get Gills. Don't sell the BB-11 Epistos separate, separate from the Pucol Oh. In BB10s, all BB11 fish on picks are Pucolpensis. So, Mikey M, so I know what you're saying. Are you saying that the BB11s and the BB10s are both Pukopensis? Um Let's see if we can go over there together and, and see what we're talking about. So, we're having, we're, we're getting, trying to get some IDs on uh <laughs> On what we have, we, we received a whole bunch of epistos and um, they weren't labeled. So from what I understand, what Mike M is saying is that this fish, the epistogramma in tank BB-11, because we don't know what species it is, so we're just calling it the one in BB-11, looks to be the same as the tank, I don't have a BB-10, do I? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we no longer have the Episto that was in BB-10. We're out of those. So I guess at this point, it's a mute point. <laughs> I thought maybe it was the EE-11 ones we were talking about. But um, Mike M, thank you for letting me know the ID on those. Um, I appreciate any help at all ID Mystery Fish when they come without any labels on them, um, yeah, that's that's no fun. <laughs> you aren't scared? Sh- screen sharing? Oh, jeez. I'm bad at my job. I didn't screen share for the giveaway. Okay, sorry guys. It's been a, a jumpy start today. Uh, here it is. Hashtag Gara. Hashtag G A R R A. That is how you enter the giveaway. So, where'd it go? I'm trying to show it to you. There we go. That's how you enter the giveaway right there. Sorry, I wasn't sharing the screen. Um, been There's a lot to navigate as we tried to get going today. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but there was. All right, moving on. Screen is, screen is in, stream is in much better shape now. All right, good, good, good. Okay, Gold Nugget Pluggo asking, "How big do the Horn Sunset Gara get?" Let's take a look. See, I think four inches. Guard Gotoya, see what Seriously Fish has to say. Do they have anything to say? Oh, we don't want to go to. Let's go to Fish Base here. According to FishBase, twenty centimeters. I always take FishBase with a grain of salt, though. That says eight inches. I, I'm not sure that's true. I'm gonna go with like four, but let's check here. I want, I want like a hobbyist page because. Uh, FishBase often goes on scientific papers and they might be like saying the biggest one ever found. Right. But that's not that's not what we're going to get in the aquarium in general. Let's see. I don't know. Um, I am not finding a kind of hobbyist oriented site. So I'm going to guess about four inches. But does anyone else here know? Has anyone else here uh, kept Gara Gotoyla long term? Do you know how big they get? For me, I'm going to say about six inches. I mean, sorry, four inches. Joseph Stanley, yeah, everything starts now, so we run late? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know if I have the energy to start late, to go late. Um, But we'll see. Okay, chat jumps, so I'm going to keep going here. Mickey M, since I'm in Europe, if I win, please give my win to Mark Herman. All right, Mark Herman. Um, If Mikey M wins, the Gara are yours. If you want them, let us know. (laughs) If you don't want them, let us know. Or that's always a bummer when you get to the end and it's like, uh, all right, you won. And they're like, oh, I don't want those. Like, oh, man, we did this big giveaway and they don't want them. (laughs) Bob is filling in for Pam tonight. Okay, so there is a stream tonight. um, Half an hour after we end or uh, nine o'clock mountain time, Bob will be going. So Kaylor's Aquatics and Exotics will be going for Punchy Paints tonight. Aaron Salgado, any pea puffers for sale in the future? I will bring them in. I don't think that's official. Probably bring in, um, it's not coming in in January. So it might come in in the, the import after that. Um, instead, I brought in um, some Irubinesco, Kara, Kara, Tetra, Odin, Irubinesco. So I didn't have room for both. So I brought these in instead. These are, well, I hope, I'm, I'm hoping to bring them in. I ordered them. Um, these are a really cool puffer. They're sometimes called like a red-bellied puffer or a red-eyed puffer, depends. There's common names are a problem, but um, they come out of Indonesia. They only get about two, two and a half inches from what I understand. And uh, so nice, neat little dwarf puffer, not as small as a pea puffer, but different, You know, something you're you're not gonna find easily. So I wanted to try bringing them in. So I did that instead of pea puffers this time, Aaron. But I do like pea puffers and I will bring them in again. Um, I'm just not quite sure when. I, I, I can't have too many puffer tanks at a time. <laughs> they, they eat me out of scuds and snails. Mike Black throwing down five bucks. Oh, hey Mike, thank you so much. Despite that rough start, Mike still found us worthy of $5. <laughs> Hope everyone had a good holiday and has an even better new year is the gist of that thanks mike cancer train think we'll hit the bottom of the chat tonight since there's no shipping report possibly it could be this could be the night another commemorative mug (laughs) i think that's happened once or twice in history post do you ever get cyprinodon the pupfish so it's a genus i love um i used to keep them as a killifish hobbyist but as a store, they're hard because it's hard to find anyone breeding them in quantity and distributing them in quantity. So if I found a breeder who raised them and was able to sell them to me in batches, I would, uh, I would love to get some. But it's not a fish you find in the industry. Maybe the sheep's head minnow. Uh, I forget what they... Very, very goddess Is that... Okay. Cyprinodon. So, super cool fish. Just for those that don't know this fish, pupfish or Achillefish, um, a Cyprinid. No, not a Cyprinid. <laughs> their name, their genus name confused me. A uh, Achillefish. And um, they're really cool. They've adapted some really harsh environments, usually small, bodies of water some extreme salinity some extreme heat they tend to eat algae um here's the sheep's head minnow the mexican one one from mexico so variegatus is that the yeah so we can sometimes get variegatus in but um ooh, that's a that's a great looking one there in full glory but in general most cyprinidons are just not uh not available for someone who wants to buy them in quantity like me so I'd recommend the aka if if folks that don't know aka.org it's the American killifish organization uh, American Killifish Association the oldest tropical fish organization in the world and um, there are dedicated uh, pupfish keepers there you could also try NANFA NANFA is the North American Native Fish Association, and you can probably find pupfish through NANFA as well. It's not one that I think, I'm not going to say never, but I've never seen, I'm not going to say never in the future, but so far I've never seen available um, ever, I don't think. Mikey M saying I understood about the pistols, good. Craig Hawks, hey Dan and all, final pop in. Small fry, sold last summer. Transfer remaining of stock left today. Okay, aged out, much love to you all. To steal a phrase, so long and thanks for all the fish, Craig, hey Craig, thank you so much. And sounds like, I don't quite understand all of what you said there but it sounds like things are going well so good glad to hear it <laughs> sounds like the fry are grown up and doing well good cancer train 95 percent sure epistobia lovin is Borelli opal um i don't think so because opal from what i understand is a strain developed in captivity i don't think the opal strain exists in the wild and these came from the wild um, also they came from peru And as far as I know, Borreliae, um, as far as I know, comes from like southern Brazil, Uruguay, that region. Let's see here. Epistogram of Borreliae. Let's get on Seriously Fish and see what their distribution is, but I don't think it goes that far north. Distribution, southern Brazil, Paraguay, and northern Argentina. I know it's in Uruguay as well. It occurs in creeks and tributaries in both the Rio Paraguay and the lower Rio Paraná. So, yeah, that's really far away from, from Peru. So it, it might look similar, but um, it can't be because they wouldn't collect that fish in Peru. Tamara Sorois, the mini snowballs sold out so fast. Are you getting more anytime soon? Yes, I have a bunch coming. Um, they should be here. January 13th is when I would receive them. And as long as they all do well in quarantine and arrive in good shape, they should be available at the end of January. So in about a month. Zim's Aquatics and Hobbies asking for an update on the puffer breeding. That is Mountaintop Puffer Keeper, uh, Matthew. Mountaintop Puffer Keeper. Geez, it threw me off this start of the live stream. Now I can't talk straight. Mountain top puffer keeper. So, well, anxiously await the update. Unless he tried to give it during the glitchy beginning of the stream, in which case. Uh, <laughs> Jocko 409 my Anubius nana bonsai are getting brown leaves. What can I do about that? My other Anubius are doing well. Well, Jocko, I'm an, an I know nothing about plants. Uh, I, I keep some water sprite and I as you can see behind me here, I've got some like sword plants, some pogostimostolas octopus, some, some really, really easy stuff, but I generally only keep stuff that I can throw in a tank and it doesn't melt away. Um, and I've never kept that Anubius. If someone else here in the chat has kept that Anubius and has some advice for Jocko 409 could you please chime in? Because I can't help. So let's help Jocko out if anyone here knows. I IHSP's I- tank tribe. No, they meant you didn't screen share what the fish look like. Oh. The Horn Sunset Gara, here they are. So get like they get like this protrusion. Like they probably male nuptial males probably use this to combat for females would be my guess, but like this horned face, I guess you could call it here. And, um, the sunset. See, it was get some orange on the side in between the scales. Um, that's why they call them the sunset. So the horned sunset Gara, that kind of shows it here. Although here it shows kind of more of a pink or a peach color. Um, so sorry about that. Glad I finally got stri- set straight on what folks were asking about. <laughs> Mickey M, the fish on pick two of the BB-11 is a young male, so perhaps you have more males in there. See the cuddle markings, triangular and females. Males color up BB-2, BB-11. <laughs> two ones as soon as growing. Cool, cool. I mean, I, I'd have to I'd have to look. Um, I have to kind of be standing in front of the tank looking to see if there's more males, but it's uh it's super hard to sex small epistos. And it's not the case where like so it's different when you, you have a you're you're a, a hobbyist with a fish room and you bred some fish or got some fish in and a friend comes over and they're like, Can you get me a pair? And you can take like an hour digging through and really looking and comparing it and, and find the pair. Like, like that's, that's one thing. It's quite another when you're trying to catch a whole day's orders for a whole bunch of people. Um, if there's differences and they're not extreme between the sexes, it's you can't do it like you put the net in the fish scatter right they aren't sitting there nicely like look i'm a male look i'm a female right they aren't they're not on the catwalk strutting their stuff they're like out of there when the net goes in the tank so good luck finding one to you know sit still and all that maybe you can get it out and put it in a bag and hold it up to a light and stuff but you don't have time for that not when you're packing like a whole day's orders so i know everyone wants pairs of epistos or breeding colonies and all that um but until they're grown out enough that the males are very clear and the females are very clear, um, we just can't do it. Uh, there's, there's no way to take the time to sex them and you don't want to make a mistake. So I'd rather say we don't sell them sex and sell less of them, than say they're sexed and make a mistake and send someone two females or two males or whatever. So, um, that, that's why we don't sell them as sexed, even though sometimes, um, there are both sexes it's got to be super clear but thank you Mikey M, for the description of the difference in the females and the males i appreciate it gold nugget pleco saying tetra saying thank you well thanks right back at you swamp thing 20 bucks regarding 2021 it was the best of times it was the worst of times <laughs> happy new year experiences One thing you can't get for nothing, (laughs) Oscar Wilde. Thanks, Mom Thing. I appreciate that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, funny. Wow. Look at that. I didn't realize how hairy my arms were until I saw them at this angle. That's crazy. Crazy talk. Wait, did I see something about cowboys up here? I was thinking maybe someone from Wyoming had chimed in. Chevy Fish showing where the website is. Thank you Chevy Fish for sharing that. Mark Herman, I'm here. Well, Mark, welcome, glad you're here. Maria Z, Mark Herman is here. Cool, but did Mark Herman win? What? Okay, that's from earlier. All right, gotcha. (laughs) It's like the wizard has arrived, we can all begin the meeting mark herman is here we can start the live stream (laughs) chris robertson do you have a favorite neocaridina shrimp for me it's just the crystal red um simply because it takes me back like that's the first one i ever kept and bred and raised and they look so good they look like cute little saltwater shrimp so that's the one for me you know you never forget your first as they say and uh I've, I've got some right now, too. I, I really like those guys. I also like, I don't know if they're a neocaridina, but there's one day the, the Sulawesi cardinal shrimp, you know, one day, one day I'll try them when I have water better for them. But there's also, it's not a neocaridina. Oh, wait, you asked neocaridina. So we're talking cherry shrimp. I told you crystal red shrimp, which is a caridina. So I guess I didn't answer your question. When it comes to neocaridina, Honestly, I like them all. Um, I really like the yellow, especially when it has that bright stripe across, like the Miyuki-type stripe across the back. I really like those just because they're so bright that they pop in against my dark substrate. So I have pretty dark tanks. I paint the tanks black on the bottom, the sides, and the back. And so it's nice to have a a bright-colored shrimp in there. But a nice red cherry shrimp is fine with me. Uh, the blue dream shrimp we have right now are amazing. A nice dark blue. And they look good because they're against light sand. So even though the tank's painted dark, there's light sand on the bottom where they hang out most of the time. And so I get to see them a lot. So, But if I had to pick one, neocaridina, it would just be a yellow. And it would be because they show up. They're, they're colorful. Richard Reynolds, is the puffer purely fresh water? Yes, the Rubenesco comes from uh, soft uh, water inland. It's not an ocean puffer. I, I don't ever bring in puffers um, that need brackish or salt, just pure fresh. I guess it could happen. I could order one species and they could send me a different one. I, that's always possible, but um, these guys are pure fresh water, yes. Jacko, uh, we already did the Anubius question that I can't answer because I ain't got no knowledge about plants whatsoever. Michael Miller, any plans I'm bringing any Melanotania pygmea? I've been trying to get my hands on some. So I tried. Um, the only supplier of that fish that I know of is out of Australia. And I, I worked with a hobbyist, a hobbyist in the United States, to try to. Bring in a shipment from Australia and it, it didn't work. We couldn't get it done. One of the fish they had there that I really wanted to bring in was Melanotania pygmea. Um, along with a bunch of other super cool fish. Some pseudomogles like Mellis. We could actually have got Mellis in. Um, and I won't go into it because it'll just make me sad because it didn't end up working. But um, yeah, so the one lead I had on that fish didn't work out. So I don't know, uh, if I find another one, I'll pursue it. But as of now, no, I, I don't have a source for them. Hate to disappoint, wish I did. Blake Howden, do see a problem, do do you see a problem, I'm assuming, with five banded barbs being housed with corridors and epistogramma. Tank is a 40 gallon planted, low tech. Um. Banded barb is a common name, and I've seen it applied to lots of species. Oh, you're talking about the five band. I, you're not talking about. You're talking about pentazo. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so I read that as I would like to get five barbs. They are banded barbs, which you meant was uh, pentazona. No, I don't think that would be a problem. Uh, for those that don't know this fish, it's. A smaller fish; it's fairly peaceful. This barb, and I think it would be just fine. Corydoras and epistos, yeah. Now, one that I think would be better is the dwarf golden barb. Just because they stay smaller and they're a lot less food aggressive, they're uh, less likely to outcompete Cory's for food. The problem you're going to run into is if you have a large group of barbs, um, they can outcompete compete the quarries for food. But if you just have a few in there and you have enough quarries and you can overfeed a bit, it'll probably be okay. But I have had problems keeping quarries and barbs together when I had lots of barbs. Um, I even tried feeding the quarries at night, but barbs will eat at night too. They can feel the food with the little barbels, their little sensors. So that didn't work. So it's kind of a question of... Uh, a ratio. If you only have a few barbs, um, you're probably gonna be okay. But if you have tons of barbs and just a few quarries, that's probably a problem. Joe Sneed, I love my red-eyed puffers. Yeah. They're they're great little fishies. Tamara Sirois, I hope I'm not butchering your name every time I say it. Sirois. Any reticulated hillstream loaches? Not on the January um, shipment. No. Um, we're gonna bring in some Zebra loaches, um, zebra hillstream loaches, I should say, but no, uh, no uh, reticulates on that particular import. Jocko is from Amsterdam, Holland. Well, Jocko, thanks for being here all the way from Holland. I don't know what time it is there right now, but uh, I appreciate you being here. Killers, okay, Aquatics, and Exotics, woo! That's a big one. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bob. Throwing down a fifty dollars super chat, and let's see here, Pippi Longstocking as a as a dude, Pedro Longstocking, that ah, doesn't quite work. Anyway, thank you for the super chat. Thank you for, jeez, thanks, Bob. I really appreciate you, and your super stickers always make me smile. Atkins Nature Aquariums, hey, just popping in, question mark. Yes. <laughs> okay. Chat jumped. Let me get there. Let me get there. I'm getting, I'm getting. <laughs> well, Cichlid 23 is uh, excited to see OTD. <laughs> Leo Contreras, I got an email today. Oh, I already saw that. already... Responded to your question about the 471s. All right. So Maria is posting all the fish on Dan's store plus a wish list. And I should show you that wish list Uh, for those that are new. Let me show you this real quick. So if we have a fish that you want, but we don't have in stock, if you go to this wish list right here, say it's like the 471 all right the 471 mini snowball pleco that's one a lot of people are looking for and it's hard to get so if you want to be notified the moment that becomes available for sale um, so you don't miss out then click add to wish list now you'll get an email as soon as we click and add it to the inventory for sale now Sometimes, like what happened, uh, was this week? Jeez, this week's gone by in a blur. Early A few days ago, we might only have a few, and we'll click it, and they'll sell out in a few minutes. And so you'll get the email and go, and it'll be like, nope, out of stock, because um, some people beat you to it. So that can happen. But at least you'll get as good a chance as any. It's kind of like it it makes the playing field equal, right? Everyone gets the email sent out at the same time, so everyone has an equal chance of of getting whatever the fish is that they want um and i I find that to be the the best way to do the rare stuff right like the the gold rose line barbs or some of those plecos that everyone is trying to get um all that stuff um it just just makes it makes it more fair when you can only get a few of something in and a lot of people want it and it uh on the other stuff too it just lets you know hey I don't know. Lemon tetras are back in stock. It's, oh, great. I can go order those, even though those are not rare. So I, I think it's a good function for folks that are waiting for stuff. Rita R. I found one of my betas dead. Oh, this is sad. Trapped between the back of the fluval um, and the tank wall. I removed it. My plecos like to go there also. Any idea why they want to be so close to the unit? Rita, I'm not really familiar with that specific tank. I've never used that specific tank, but there could be a few things. Um, It could have to do with water flow. Maybe that's a place that has good water flow and better oxygenation, and so they want to be up there. Or maybe the rest of the tank has high flow, and that's a calm place, and they want to get out of the high flow so that they can... um, Chill out, not work so hard to swim against the current. So that's one option. Another option could be temperature. Um, Is is it warmer there? Is that like a spot close to a heater or something where they can get toasty warm? Um, And one that might be more likely is just maybe it's a place to hang out. Like a lot of fish like to feel sheltered. Um, plecos like to be in tight spaces, so if that's a space they can go and squeeze in and feel kind of tight stuff around them, that makes them feel secure and happy. Um, in the wild, Plecos live in places with really high water flow in these little crevices. So if you think of a really fast flowing river, and in that river are a whole bunch of you know, big river rocks, like the size of my head or something, right? And they're all stacked up on the bottom of the river. Well, that creates all these little crevices and nooks and crannies and caves and the plecos will swim down there and, and get tight in there. And if a predator comes, the pleco will kind of bulk its body up and stick out its fins and wedge itself in there tight so the predator can't get it out. So they seek that out. A um wants to feel snug and secure by being in tight spaces. Um, in bettas... I don't know if it died and then went back there or if it went back there and then died. But uh, bettas, I wouldn't say they need to feel tight and secure, but often they like to hang out in a cave or in a little hammock type thing or whatever. Um, In the wild, bettas are often found in little caves or a curled leaf or a tin can someone threw in in the swamp or whatever, right? So... Those are some thoughts. Maybe it has to do with flow, maybe it has to do with heat, maybe it has to do with just like that's a a nice secure place to be. Um, But that's the best I've got, just, just by guessing. Okay, scrolling here, looking for another. Early congrats on reaching 16K subs, is that where we're at? Um yay for us. <laughs> I didn't even know. I I I try actually I hardly ever look at my sub count. Um because then I'm pleasantly surprised when it does move. <laughs> As opposed to looking at it and being like, please move, please move, please move. Like, um, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm doing the work required on YouTube. To get a lot of subs and hold a large audience, I just don't have time. And so anytime it goes up at all, I'm just tickled pink. It's like a bonus. So yay for us. 16K subs or thereabouts, it sounds like. Joseph Stanley, did you know, do you know where I can get gold ring danios? I love every pick I've seen online. Can you get them? So yeah, the uh, Tin Winnie uh, is the gold ring danio. Great little fish. I love it a lot and I will be bringing them in. Yes, I, I don't have any coming in January. I don't know when I'll get them in, uh, but I will bring some in. Now, that being said, do so I know where you can get some right now? Let's look at a couple places that I think. Let's um, here. Jadron Aquatics. Let's see if he has any. Um, let's see here how would I find can I just there we go if Jadron has Tin Winnie then I think he's a reputable guy uh, I think he'll take care of you if anything goes wrong and I think he really tries his best to, to do good for the fish keeping hobby but it doesn't look like he has any so um let's go to get gills Getgills.com. Let's for tin winnie uh gold ring no how about danio no danios not really um no i'm sorry i i don't know anyone that has them for sale right now um wait, was i not sharing that whole time i hope i was if i wasn't sorry Jeez. okay chat jumps so that's why i'm sitting here not talking i'm scrolling to try to see where it stopped at here we go just about here we go mountaintop puffer keeper with the puffer breeding update 12 palustris fry or two weeks and are 12 two months in one week so nine weeks old now well a month isn't always exactly four weeks is it <laughs> they're now two inches long and their eye spots are turning from red to black coloration eat everything adult spawning again tonight mountaintop puffer keeper that's awesome i i think we can chalk that up to uh checking that off your list now you got them up to two inches um so that's that's an awesome job. Congratulations. Oh, man. How cool is that? Um, Dan Watch. Do you have Keratetra Ode on Urubanescu in stock perked up when I had heard Red Eyed Puffer or Red Bellied? I mean, they go through. They, they go with a, a couple different common names. Um, no, I expect them to come mid-January. Um, and they might not. Like Just because I ordered them does not mean that they'll show up for sure. But I'm trying to get some in. From a supplier that i think does a good job a train two of my cherry shrimp have died after water changes the water i add is in, within one to two degrees of the tank water they share 80 degree fahrenheit 10 gallon tank with guppy fry they graze live plants and fish food um, i guess the question a train is how much water are you changing are you doing like a 90 percent water change or are you doing like a five percent water change it might be better with cherry shrimp to do more smaller water changes. So if you're doing, say, 30% water change or 50, let's go with 50, easy math. If you're doing a 50% water change, then maybe cut it down to, um, I'm going to do 10% water change and do it more often or something like that so you don't shock the system as much. The other thing you can try is age the water well before you put it in the aquarium. So. Get yourself a bucket or some kind of container put an air stone in there put your tap water in the bucket bubble it really well for 24 hours or so add your dechlorinator or whatever you use and then put it in Um, when water goes into an aquarium fresh out of the tap it is very unstable there's all kinds of things that happen when water's in the pipes or in the municipality or even if it's coming out of your well it can be somewhat unstable It has to do with pressure and temperature changes and things like that. So um, in chemicals that are added in municipalities, all that kind of stuff. So by taking that water, putting it in a bucket or whatever, and bubbling it for 24 hours, you give it time to stabilize. Um, You give it time to gas off. You give it time to recover from being in a pipe, basically, and become... Stable water you can then put in your tank and it won't shift parameters You're giving it a double whammy if it's right out of the tap, right? You're changing the water So one one whammy is new waters in the tank. That's different And then as that water is constantly changing parameters and settling Then you're giving a double whammy to the fish or the shrimp or whatever So it's best to add stable water if you can if you can't smaller quantities might be helpful Now also keep in mind A-Train that Correlation does not equal causation. So just because there was a water change and two shrimp died doesn't necessarily mean that the water change caused the death. It could have been something else. Um, but, you know, we have to go with what we know. And if that's the uh, variable <laughs> that you're aware of, then yeah, let's let's start with that one. It makes common sense, but just, just be aware, just because something happens and something else happens, doesn't mean they're necessarily related every time. Swamp thing, what are those fish swimming above the gold rose line bars behind you? Do you ever feed your archers food above the water line? So yeah, it's for those that wanna know, um, those are clouded archer fish, Tocsotis blythii, a true freshwater archer fish. They do not need brackish or salt or anything like that. Um, And occasionally I will, usually how I do it is I'll lift the lid up and I'll put something on the lid And the lid is kind of up and I'll stick stuff up to it, pellets and things like that. And they'll shoot it off. Um, Every now and then, a bug will land on top of the lid and crawl around. And then they go nuts. They're trying to shoot the bug through the glass. (laughs) And that's fun to watch. But this tank doesn't have a lot of gap between the, the water line and the lid. So there's just not a lot of space to play like that. Ideally, an archer tank would have like, you know, a foot or so where you could have branches going up and things out of the water. You could put crickets on it or fruit flies and and they could have a ton of fun that way. But um, there's not that gap there. But yeah, occasionally we'll do something like that. Rita R. Thanks, all good things to think about. You're welcome, Rita. Social discussing. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Right back at you. Thanks for being here. And yeah, I hope you have a really happy new year. I'm excited for 2022. Um, The warehouse will get up and running. And we'll finally know um, exactly what that does to our business model. Like we've done all the projecting and, and things possible. But until you really get in there, how do you really know? You know, so... I'm a, excuse me, i got to wet my whistle. When it comes to business, there's a bit of an art, but there's also a lot of a science. Um, And I rely on data and trying things and see what the result is numbers-wise to guide me as I go through that. Now, part of it is just mission-driven as well, right? But when you're finding out the best way to complete your mission, there's many ways you could go about it. So to optimize for that, you need data. And so we've mapped out everything we can based on the data we have, and everything looks great, but I can't wait to get in there and find out what it actually is. Maybe it's better than we think. Maybe it's worse. Maybe we're right on. Like, we don't know. We are kind of surprised as we follow our model and we look at the financials and, and all the other um, factors that go into a business and that and can be measured. Um, we are quite surprised at how well the business model is holding up. Um, we're kind of right along where we should be for it, where it told us we would be. But the warehouse is a big change. That's, there's a lot of unknown there. And so I can't wait to get in there and see the result. Like I've been dreaming about this for so long. I can't wait. Oh, well. What got me on that? Oh, Happy New Year. <laughs> it ain't hard to distract me. Squirrel. Fish and floral. At what age should a figure eight puffer be switched to brackish water? I, I don't know. I, I think they kind of spend most of their life in estuaries, in, in a mix of brackish and fresh. But because of their brackish water requirements, that's not a fish I've ever kept or researched or anything. Just because it wasn't something brackish water and all that is not something that at this time I'm I'm going to be able to do, and or you know any other time I, I haven't really gotten into that. So because of that, I've never dug in, and I don't know those details. Fish and floral. Does anyone here um, have the figure eight puffer nerd knowledge and can help fish and floral out with something helpful um be appreciated if you could all right myrtle says to grab dan's attention please type at dan's fish or dan's fish followed by your comment yep that makes it bright and shiny orange for me like it is here and then i see it everything that is an orange i tend to not see Mickey, did you and your family have a good Christmas? We did. It was so fun. So kids make Christmas delightful just because their excitement. And they're getting older now. They're both teenagers now. And so I wasn't sure, you know, if they would be that into it, but they are. They were. <laughs> and it, it's fun just to take time to be together. There's the presents and all that. But then there's also just the excuse to do nothing and hang out together and I don't know, maybe cook some treats and spend time and tell stories and you know i i love it i love uh just it's like it's like scrooge says like well since all the other businesses are closed we can't do any business so i guess you can have the day off you know kind of forces you to to relax a bit it was great joseph stanley thank you for looking for the gold ring daniels c what i mean i've not been able to find i will keep looking at your store okay um yeah we'll bring some in then it won't be january but I'll, I'll bring some in it's a fish i like oops chat jumped here we are what are we we're at 805 okay now the stream's going man it took like 20 minutes to get into this stream <laughs> round top puffer keeper if uh, Karina Tetra Odon Salvatore striped red-eye puffer ever gets bought, I know a guy who wants to buy a colony to work a project. Cool. Good to know. Um, One of the issues is I'm relying on exporters, right? And when you get into a lot of these rarer puffers, you're not actually sure what you get until it arrives. And so... Rubinesco is one I, I like a ton. And even if it turns out to be a different crinotetraodon species, I'm I'm fine with that because I like them all pretty much. But um, sometimes, like one time I ordered this fish and I received dragon puffers, right? Pow. <laughs> a pow species. And it's like, nope, not even close. So it's it's a little dicey when you're trying to bring puffers in. So... But if I see Karina Tetraodon, I tend to try to bring them because they're all really cool. What are those orange and yellow fish behind you, says Social Discussing, jokingly. But for those that actually want to know, these are gold um, roseline barbs. So just like a roseline barb, but the gold morph, a leucistic morph, if, if you will. Or lutino, if you're into like birds, Jaco, my zebra pleco is spawning my community tank. What should I do? It was an accident. So um, if you want to raise them, what I would do is get an egg tumbler and move them because they're in a community tank. So they might get eaten, right? So I would get an egg tumbler. I would put it in a larger container of water of some sort, bubble it away. I'd probably put in some methylene blue. And I would just artificially incubate them and hatch them. That works well for me for pretty much every fish that needs parental care. I've done it with gudgeons. I've done it with cichlids. I've done it with angelfish. Well, I guess those are cichlids, huh? Um, I've done it with mouth-breeding bettas. Um, when, When parents take care of their clutches in the fish world, usually what they're doing is fanning them and moving water over them And that creates constant flow so they don't get like a bunch of detritus or gunk on them, right? And it creates good oxygenation because there's fresh water being swiped over the eggs all the time. So the egg tumbler does a very good job at mimicking that. So I haven't yet found a parental care species that um, doesn't do well in an egg tumbler. I've hatched others in egg tumblers, too. I've hatched um, Fundulus cattenatus, the northern studfish. Yeah, I think that's right. Or is it the southern? I always get them confused. I think it's the northern studfish. Um, a beautiful killifish. Um, and some Lempryctes tanganicanus, a, a big lampeye killifish from Lake Tanganyika. Um, there are certain fish that whose eggs tend to fungus and... Uh, The egg tumbler works well for those as well. All right. Chevy Fish, could I just say you look good in blue? Welcome. We're glad to have you. Myrtle as well. Donald drew any leads on getting Corridor's Equus. I only know of one supplier that has them, and um, I've already bought all that they had. They don't have very many. So until they get more, no, I do not currently know of a good supplier for Equus. Unless someone I sold them to has bred them. Um, Hope so. That would be amazing. But I'm sorry. Donald, that's a fish I'm constantly looking for. So if I ever find them, I'll get them. As long as it's from a reputable person. But yeah, <laughs> they're hard. Mike Yim, I just realized now I used the wrong tank code of yours. But yes, both are. Um, I can never say that. Pukal Pensis. The ones in BB11 and the ones in EE10. Okay, that's good to know. BB11 and EE10. Both a pisto who says awesome thank you I'll look into that further Um, it's huge help because man when the fish come in without labels and I'm not an episto nerd like I like them I can keep them I've bred a few but um, I'm not one of those guys that like that's their niche right so um, I appreciate the help (laughs) for sure (laughs) Kids, aquatics and exotics. They're discus fish discussing. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Is that in reference to uh, that username? Yeah. Social discussing, yeah. (laughs) All right, hang on, gotta find where we're at. Social discussing, ah, ah, I see. I see. Hang on. Hang on. Discusing. Social discusing. I get it. That helps a lot. Um, social discusing, what you did there. Making the uh, discus capitalized. Um, when are you moving into the new warehouse? Oh, gosh, I wish I knew. Uh, we don't know. Uh, Right now, we're waiting for the utility company to connect power so that the contractors can finish their job. So that's where we're at. I wish I knew. I'm hoping by the end of January. That would be fantastic. But uh, I don't know. Uh, The utility company won't give us a date. And uh, there's literally nothing I can do beyond what I've already done. So what I try to do in life... In these situations is if i if it's nothing i can control or change i try to be zen about it take a deep breath and move on and focus on something i can control otherwise you know i just waste time and energy so that's where i'm at i do not know the original date was july of 2021 so you know Swamp one thing are there certain types of fish that will enjoy your pure wyoming water more than others well until i actually get in there i'm not quite sure But I will say the water we have right here in the uh, fish room down here and the annex, our source is really nice. We have some of the like best water in the nation, maybe the best water in the nation. It's clean and it's pure uh, that I'm using right now. It's amazing. It's literally where they source it is literally right at the base of the mountains that I can see outside of my my door. Um, And it's before it runs through any ranches or you know anything like that so it's basically pure snow melt off the mountains like i can see the snow (laughs) even in the summer you can drive up there and see it and so it drips down the mountain goes in the streams and goes right to our source it's collected there and then distributed through the municipality so it's already super water um and lots of fish have really enjoyed it however it's soft So the challenge we have is uh, not all fish like soft water because it's it's snowmelt, right? It's never been underground since, well, in this iteration of its life, right? I'm sure it's fallen and evaporated many times. But since it fell this time, it's never been underground. It hasn't been through an aquifer. It hasn't been in touch with a lot of minerals. So it's super soft surface water. Basically, it melts off and then, I don't know, a few hours later, it's collected, right? It's, it's in my taps. So um, super soft. So certain fish don't like it. And velvet is a constant thing we have to worry about because of our soft water. What I'm looking forward to in the warehouse is the water there will have some hardness to it. Um, and because a different creek. And um, I'm looking forward to what I think will be harder water equals less velvet in general and the ability to keep some live bears and maybe some other fish that a little better than, than I can now in my, my really soft water. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what yet, but I'm going to say maybe we can do more with some Gudeids. Um, if I can find some sources, maybe we can do well with some other fish like that that just, uh, don't like the soft water. Now it's not like super hard. But I uh, I'm hoping it's hard enough that like libraries will be easier. <laughs> Mitchell Broom! I find it way easier to say epistogramoides <laughs> than pensis, pucalpensis, since there's only one species in the genus. Oh, is Epistogrammoides the genus? It's not even Epistogramma? I'm going to have to look into that. Uh, Epistogrammoides. They started splitting up the Epistogramma genus. So this is how much of an Epistogramma nerd I am not. Like if they started splitting, I'm not even aware of it yet. Social discussing. How do you like living in Wyoming? I love it. Um, And I didn't know if I would. I moved here from like Los Angeles. So it was a big change. But I absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic. What I like about Wyoming is um, there's space to do things. And if you have an idea, like I I wanted to start a theater festival. So I just did. Like no one told me no. I I got some people in the community excited. I got some people that could help fund it and help make it happen and we just did it and it was great fun um if i was in los angeles and i wanted to start a theater festival i could have done it but there would have been a lot more red tape it would have been a lot harder to get it going because a lot of things are already saturated in other areas um here i wanted to start you know a fish business i could you know that's not saturated so it was uh i don't know i really like it i find a uh a freedom here I guess uh, it's not quite independence because you're relying on the community and everything still but um, like, you have an idea you can go for it I mean you can do that anywhere I guess but there's less roadblocks in your way and I've gotten used to the cold I just about kicked my butt the first couple years but <laughs> Cancer Train does water have memory Cancer Train this is water <laughs> hope you got that reference <laughs> Maria Z saying have a safe and happy healthy new year everyone right back at you Maria right back at you thanks for, for modding for us we appreciate you Chaco thanks Dan I'm going to do by the way this is me like clapping and saying yay not like <laughs> Although for Maria, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Thanks, Dan. I'm going to do that in the late morning. In the morning. It's late here in Holland. Yeah, I bet. I'm surprised you're up, but glad. Glad you're up. Okay. So, chat's about to, I think, wait, did we reach the bottom? We reached the bottom of the chat. As far as I know, we've actually done it. Let me confirm that. Yeah, we did it. We reached the bottom. That doesn't happen in like for evs. <laughs> so confetti, uh, noisemakers, all that. We did it. More exciting than New Year's. We have reached the bottom of the chat. Boom. <laughs> anyway, I think that we are going to go ahead and end it here because we're at the bottom. Let's do our giveaway. This is for a horde of um, horn sunset gara. Looks like a lot of folks have entered to win, and the winner is. Xanadudu, Xanadudu, you have won. Love that profile, Avatar. (laughs) Um, If you would, leave a comment. Let us know you're here. You've got about two minutes. Um, Thanks for being subscribed since 11 of 2020. That's awesome sauce. And uh, yeah, Xanadudu's been an active member of the community for quite a while. So I'm happy to see that it went to you. Wow, wow. 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 Yes. All right. Susanna, doo Congratulations. If you would send me a email to Dan at dancefish.com. Um, we'll get the shipping, uh, I don't know details sorted out. So, all right, cool. With that, I think we're going to end it. So thanks to everyone who, who came. Um, Bob is going next Taylor's aquatics and exotics is filling in for punch paints. It will be going in about 40 minutes. Speaking of which, Kins Aquatics throwing down a super chat and un- the the actual Pippi Longstocking. Will the real Pippi Longstocking please stand up? No, but she'll jump. <laughs> mm. Thanks, Bob, for the second super chat. Really appreciate you and all you've done for me um, and for my business over the years. Thanks for just everything. You, you know what I'm talking about. There's, there's a lot you've done and I appreciate you. Um, all right, I wanna start by thanking my moderators for being here and making the stream work week after week. Welcome to the new mods, Chevy Fish and Myrtle. I appreciate you both joining the team. And Michael Melier made an appearance tonight as well. Hey Mike, it's good to see you. Um, everyone that lets us Super Chat, thanks for throwing money at us. Always appreciated, never required, but it does make my wife super happy when money falls out of the computer screen. Everyone that left a question or comment, thanks for being here. Thanks for being active. Um, Everyone who's lurking, hail the Lurker Nation. If you are watching the replay, hi, belated hello, welcome. Hope you can make it live one day, but I get it. Life's busy. And if you're listening on the podcast, hello, thanks for listening. And thanks to everyone who made it through those first few minutes as we were figuring out technical snafus, let's start 2022 with a technical snafu free stream let's make that the goal anyway we'll be back next week same bat time same bat channel until then happy new year and have a good one bye bye everybody